Maria Pod, brought to you by Transition Solutions. Your host for today's episode is a member of the CareerPod team, Mr. Gary Wallrap. This podcast will focus on Al Young's career as a sports journalist and reporter. He will discuss the many facets of his career. Most of his career was as a beat writer, but he also has a very good experience as an editor for the Boston Globe. Recently, Al transitioned again into a new role as the editor of a college newspaper, the Quincy College Voice. Al is a longtime member of the American Asian Journalists Association and has a scholarship in his name. He will explain how the field has been impacted by the advent of new technologies. How are you today, Al? Very good, Gary. Thanks okay. for having me. It's great. We appreciate your contribution. Um, if we could start, Al, just tell us what the basic tasks are of a sports reporter. Well, basically, as a sports reporter, um, you need to cover, if you're a beat writer, you need to immerse yourself into everything uh, about that particular team. Some of the things you want to bring before you even get into being a sports writer would be uh, some of the attributes and traits you need to have as a journalist. And one of the things is a curiosity and inquisitive, inquisitiveness, the ability to ask questions, your writing talent. You have to be a good writer because there's a difference between a good writer and an excellent writer in, in, in storytelling. Uh, you have to be sort of confident and, um, you know, not take no for an answer as a journalist. And um, again, you have to you have to have a personality that sort of uh, appeals that you can get along with people in asking certain questions. Sure, I understand. Um, also, you assumed a non-sports editor's role with the Boston Globe. What were your challenges and opportunities in your editing role with the Globe? Well, at the Globe, I became I left sports after thirty years to become the assistant living arts editor, and one of the key things there. Again, as I just mentioned earlier, about some of the basic uh, traits of being a journalist have to be able to be transferable over to things like the theater, things like uh, museums, culture. And that, again, where you, you as a journalist have to do your homework. Uh, just like if you want to be a sports writer, you're covering a team, say the Patriots, New England Patriots. You've got to immerse yourself in trying to know as much as you can. And I had to do that. That was the most difficult part is learning some of the local authors, writers, people of that nature in the theater and living arts world, but the basic tenets of being a journalist still applied, asking the right questions, being able to write, etc. I also understand that you segued into news. How was, how was that done? Well, it was sort of, uh, my career went opposite. I started my career as a specialist in sports, then moved over to living arts, and then after Living Arts, they needed, they had an opening on news at night on the copy desk. And I, therefore, I transitioned over where I was editing stories of all kinds, city stories, national stories, world global stories. Uh, so that gave me a sort of a wide range of, uh, you know, opportunities to edit a lot of different stories. Were you uh, active in any professional associations during your career? Uh, when I first started in Connecticut uh, at the New Haven Register and Bridgeport Post, uh, I joined the Connecticut Sports Writers Alliance, a group of statewide sports writers who would meet and have awards and dinners. 
a great camaraderie among, uh, amongst all state writers. When I left and I moved to Washington, D.C., I immediately applied and was recommended to join the National Press Club, which is the most prestigious news forum in, in the country and around the world, uh, basically. Uh, and then I'm sure you see uh, programs on it dealing with world leaders and anybody that we can get into the club in Washington. And I'm also a member of the Asian American Journalists Association, uh, which is a national, one of four national minority journalism groups in the country, uh, along with the National Association of Black Journalists, National Association of Latino Journalists, and National uh, Native American Journalists. And I've been such a longtime member when they started a uh, sports task force group. Uh, one of the things they wanted was to help encourage young aspiring sports writers. So they established a scholarship and they asked me, and I was very humbled that they could name it after me uh, because I laid claim to being the Jackie Robinson of Asian sports writers, if you will, uh, as the first at a metropolitan daily paper in the country. Uh, Al, I understand you're working with uh, many students, some of whom have an interest in sports writing. What advice would you give a student or even a mid-level professional considering entry into the field of sports journalism? Well, young students and even mid-level people, uh, I think one of the things you have to do is try to network yourself close to or near the forum you're trying to, to join, whether it be radio, if you have a local radio station, go down there, make yourself known. Tell them what you like to do, ask them if they'll let you hang around, see how it operates. Newspaper, every town probably has a local newspaper. Love, would love to have somebody write sports because they don't, you know, the staffs are getting smaller. You may not get paid, but at least they may give you the opportunity to do that, and this is how you get your feet wet. And that also goes for mid-level uh, career people who have, you know, have a little more sparks and you hope that their experience will help them figure out other places that they can go to sort of enhance uh, the possibility of them getting a job. Sure, it sounds like the internship um, model is certainly applicable to sports writing. It is for young sports journalists because an internship normally is you're still in school. For mid-level guys, I'm afraid, Gary, they got to have to know somebody in high places to maybe get a job in there. But it, the internships is what we do. And one of the things my scholarship does is help pay for that internship because normally they don't always pay for your uh, housing or travel. So they, you can do that with, uh, with my scholarship. But uh, yeah, no, that's definitely also gets you your foot in the door. Not only does it give you professional experience, but allows you to mingle and mix and network. And if you're that good, they could hire you. Finally, Al, uh, has luck, either good luck or bad luck, played a role in your career? Luck always has an important a role to play, Gary, whether it's in your life in general. And funny you should say that because of my associations with various uh, organizations that we mentioned, I was able to say, go there, attend uh, their annual conference, going to the recruiting booth and meet people. And lo and behold, two or three months later, early on in my career, I would get calls saying, hey, Al, we met you. We have a job that you may be interested in. And so therefore, they would call me out of the blue. But I had already laid the groundwork, and I believe that could be luck. My num they picked my name out of maybe the 50 or 60 that they might have gotten at that convention. 
So yes, I, I honestly do believe luck plays uh, plays a role, and you also have to make your own luck by by being aggressive and going after things and making things happen, and you never know what's going to happen after that. Okay, uh, Al, I want to thank you for your uh, insightful um, thoughts on your career and the idea of what it's like to be a sports reporter. It's very helpful to Career Pod, and we want to thank you very much for your contribution. My pleasure. Thank you, Gary. Thank you.